Hey there, welcome to the Phoenix Rise podcast. This is Claire Garner, I am your host, and this is where we talk about spirituality, business, and mindset, where we go from being an entrepreneur in the hustle, the grind, and the burnout culture, and we move into our successful soulpreneur era, where we go with flow, ease, and abundance. We shine our lights brightly, and we lead the way for others. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi everyone, welcome to the Phoenix Rise podcast, Claire here your host, so happy to have you with us. If you're new here, welcome to the tribe. If you are a regular, welcome on back, you are safe and you are at home. This is the place where we talk all things spirituality, mindset and business. Yes, and business. I know, who knew you get to have it all because there is no sacrifice needed over here, babe. It is 3D and 5D, awakening and ambition, success and spirituality best of all worlds is where it is at. And I am still on my trailblazing path of having incredible guests on the podcast because I'm just loving this as much as you guys are, right? It's it's more fun for me. I get to I get to be like you in the audience and really consume as well. So it's really amazing. And today we have got the beautiful Brooke with us. Brooke, please do introduce yourself. Well, thank you. What a fun introduction. I love that. Um, yes, my name is Brooke Lovett and I am a pleasure coach, which I don't think there's too many of us in the world. And I'm happy to kind of talk about what that is, but I suspect it's going to come out in the wash while we talk about everything. <laughs> I love it. I'm already intrigued. So just so you guys know, listening, um, me and Brooke are in, we're in each other's orbits, but we don't know each other that well. So I am going to be one of the audience, right? I am one of you guys learning all about Brooke's world. So she is going to give it to us real time. I'm going to be right there with you listening eagerly to what she has to say, because from what I see of your world, Brooke, like it has me intrigued and I would love to know. Yeah, please do unpack. What is a pleasure coach? I mean, I have images going right in my mind. (laughs) Right or not. So go on, unpack that for us. (laughs) Well, I I love that it you know, conjures images because that was the entire intention. So I absolutely coach specifically to the topic of pleasure, but that is not only about sex. And in fact, it's usually the, you know, it's a part, but it's not the the major part for most people's lives, but it does perk us up a little bit and get us a little curious and curiosity is something that's central to what I talk about. And so, um, yeah, it's a little bit, it's a bit of a playful title intentionally. And uh, I think anything that can kind of get us a little bit more curious or per- pique our interest is uh, is a good thing in a modern world where we're just inundated with kind of the same shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you there. It's like, it's standing out from the crowd, right? And really making your mark. I love that. So, okay. So unpack that a little bit. What, what does that involve when you're working with people? Yes. So what I found when working with clients historically is that, you know, you can tell them to stop doing a thousand different things, but what happens when you remove things from people's lives as they leave, they're, they're left with not much. And it's really a scary place to be. And like, no one wants to live in a place where like all their favorite things have been taken away from them. I mean, it's like, you do that to punish children, right? It's like, take away their toys and send them to their room. I mean, that's what my parents used to do to me. I yeah, don't know yeah, I don't, do that with I don't have children. Yes. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So like, we wouldn't want to do that to adults when we're trying to transform our lives. And so I really focus on how, how do we go through these major transformations, knowing that things will have to change, which sometimes feels ouchy and then adding in some yummy stuff along the way. Well, lots of yummy stuff along the way. So we can actually get to those goals because in my experience, a life of deprivation has not gotten me to where I want to go. Usually it leads me down the wrong path, even if I think I'm doing the quote unquote right thing. So that's where it really started. Um, and most of what I talk about is a low dopamine lifestyle. So I can, I can kind of explain that for y'all here, but I do have to I geek have... out a little bit. Yeah, no, let's do it because I've heard you talk about this a little bit and I'm like, it. It's one of those things where I'm intrigued and I'm like, okay, I really like the sound of this, but I don't understand it. So yeah, please do like give us the geek. We want it all. <laughs> okay, awesome. Because this is one of my very favorite topics and not not just because it's about what I, what I do day in, day out, but I've been obsessed with this since I was old enough to be able to read these words. Um, so, okay. So Go I will me. be, I will be like the the human. So if there's terms that like I'm not understanding, yes. we will unpack that. <laughs> please, please do that. I try to describe everything I do as if I was talking to my grandmother, which usually works. But please let me know if I've not achieved that goal. <laughs> Bear in mind, my, my grandmother's a very intelligent woman. But that said, it's nice. <laughs> <to think about. laughs> All right. So dopamine is a neurotransmitter and that means it's a endogenous chemical. So it comes from our own bodies that's secreted in our brain and it helps our brain cells, which are called neurons, talk to each other. It's really, really, really simple. You have totally heard about these before. Think about adrenaline, serotonin, endorphins, like none of these words are probably new to you, but you may not have known that they were all in the same class. So they're all neurotransmitter. So is dopamine. And oftentimes we hear, hear it referred to as like the feel-good hormone and, um, or maybe the pleasure neurotransmitter. Um, oftentimes you'll hear about it in relation to addiction. So that's kind of where people usually hear about it for the first time. Um, but dopamine is not only linked to pleasure, it's related to desire. And that's kind of where we get to play a lot. Because if you think about it, we obviously desire what pleases us. Yeah. This is pretty simple math. Um, and this is where we get a little geeky. So we desire what quote unquote pleases us, which you can measure in the brain by how many chemicals are released and in what quantity. Um, so it's really like how much juice are we getting out of a, an experience in our brain over years? So repeated exposure to the same stimuli and then how much emotion we're really experiencing while we're doing whatever it is that we're doing. So it's kind of a mathematical equation um, that we're totally unaware of, but we all know what pleasure feels like. Yeah. 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 So like for me, maybe it's eating a cookie for somebody else. Maybe it's watching a sports game um, or drinking like a really nice glass of wine. You know, we get it from different sources. Right. Uh, so dopamine is related to desire and pleasure, uh, but the desire piece is interesting because we often look forward to something for a longer time period than we actually do the thing, right? We look forward to the weekend. We look forward to our next vacation, having sex, a really good meal. I don't know, a night out with the girls, a quiet night in with a good book, um, goes on and on and on. It could be business milestones. It could be something simple, not simple. 
oh, that's not the right word, but I'm thinking of like just receiving love, adoration, mm-hmm. praise. I mean, these are really, really big things, but we want it, right? We desire that stuff and the wanting of it lasts longer than the getting of it. All right. So that's level one, level okay. two. <laughs> I'm with you so far. I'm like intently listening. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Level one, we have passed on to level two. A cup of a tea with biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So dopamine, as you might imagine, is released in our brain all the time. So we've already mentioned some things that would produce dopamine in a typical person's brain, but also it comes from text messages, pings, emails, alerts, likes, comments on your materials, dating app matches, when someone smiles at you in the grocery store, when you go for a walk, watch a sunrise, watch a sunset, when you're in flow, when you're working on a project, I mean, it's it's coming from a lot of different places. And so you can see the breadth that um, of exposure that we have, and not only the breadth, but the amount. Yeah. So in our modern society, we're kind of flooded with dopamine. And generally in life, we don't want to be flooded like with anything, right? Yeah. Like maybe yeah. love. You know, there's probably not even then it can feel a bit too much. Like you want to have some space. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, exactly. And so, if we're really operating at this high level, it creates some complications. So that's level two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're good. We're good. (laughs) Level three. We have now introduced problems. All right. So we're swimming in dopamine all the time. Um, If you're swimming in dopamine all the time, how could you possibly experience? real pleasure. How do you feel happy? How do you notice if something is like actually interesting to because you? Because it's like a baseline. Yeah. Cause you have a new baseline. And so we're really not intended to live at this eight out of 10, nine out of 10, this, this elevated level for every day, all day. Right. Um, but if you were really closer to like a three or a four, which doesn't mean you would have any less pleasure. This is where it gets a little confusing, yeah. but if you're at a lower level than when you had a spike, like when you're I don't know if my grandma comes over and brings me fresh bread cookies. Woo, that's a big one, right? I would actually notice it. Right. Versus someone who's at an eight when their partner is like, hey, babe, do you want to go for a walk? And their brain is like, no, that doesn't add anything. We get into trouble. Oh, this is really good. Okay. So can I just ask you something that the audience might be thinking at the moment? Yes. I am. <laughs> so when you say if we were living at like a three or a four, Mm-hmm. What does that look like? So does that mean that we're sad? No. So zero out of 10 would be like um, neutral. Yeah. So you could go into the negative zone as well. So you can go all the way down. Let's just, we'll just say a 10, negative 10, okay. which is interesting because a lot of the things that we consume, I don't know, let's just say if you're into partying and you go out and you go do MDMA that weekend or whatever, you actually get to a negative usually pretty quickly after that. And so you have this big recovery time. So if you're at a three or four, this is just like a nicer, pleasant kind of place to be playing around with. It doesn't mean that you're feeling like crappy. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. That's great. Yeah. And so the, the big thing here is that you would have this noticeable difference when things are actually happening to you because you're, you're not flooded with this chemical. I get that. Yeah. Um, and alternatively, it's really hard to notice if you are doing anything interesting, if you're at that level. Okay. So I think we've covered that. That's, that's the gist of it. And so with a low dopamine lifestyle, we're just really 
we're really looking to create a life that we can actually feel pleasure in. And it's like intentional. And so like, who, who the fuck cares about this? Right? Like, what's the purpose? We're just trying to like live at a three or four. And that's not really it. What comes along with this is lower anxiety because we're not dealing with as many unnecessary stressors. Side note, there's stressors all throughout life. I'm not saying you're not going to be stressed, but you won't be adding in like unnecessary ones. Um, like waking up hungover. That's a pretty useless <laughs> way to move through any morning. Um, you'll have increased energy levels, which is pretty rad for an adult. Like there's not that many times we get, I don't know if you know the spoon analogy, but like get extra spoons, the low dopamine, dopamine lifestyle gives us extra spoons, more energy. Okay. Um, it also reduces that desire to like take the edge off of life. I don't know if you've heard people say that they're like, Oh, I just need some way to like, just take the edge off. What the fuck are we doing? Like, why are we living lives that we have to, I mean, that sounds kind of PG, but sounds kind of PG, but it's really escapism. Like we're really trying to Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I know, I mean, I don't, I don't have it anymore at all. Like whilst I live in my purpose, but like back in the day when I was in the hustle and the grind and the burnout, it's like you live for the weekend right? Mm-hmm. Because you're just working to make money. And it's like, I need a release. Like I need that kind of, oh, like the pressure, take the pressure off. Yeah. And, and we all do like, we absolutely need that pressure release valve, but we need reliable ones. We need ones that actually let the pressure off slowly and surely versus like this one. And then you, you have to, you basically just build up the next second. So that's, that's very much related to this. And then like, you know, most importantly, people find that their, their relationships are really, really more satisfying. And we all know that like the number one indicator of health and longevity and satisfaction through life is our closest relationships. And this absolutely improves for basically everybody that is willing that. to try this lifestyle. Yeah. I love that so much. So can you give us a little insight into maybe some of the things that you recommend for your clients? So what, what does this actually look like? Like, what are you recommending that they maybe cut out or that they add in? Or what are some of the kind of tangibles for people that might be interested? Yeah, so I can absolutely talk to what I would recommend taking out. And then what we put in is very custom to each person. So I will kind of walk us through how we would figure that out. But that's kind of the fun part is that this really isn't like a program where someone's like, here's what you do and you get this result. Like it's very much individual. Um, And so it's really an interactive kind of, I think of it as a game. All right. So things that we would take out. So these are these like really massive spikes. So just as a point of comparison, and I don't suspect the majority of your audience does meth on a regular basis. (laughs) I would hope not. (laughs) I doubt it. Um, (laughs) But, you know, that chemical will produce um, a thousand percent increase over baseline. That's massive. Yeah. So like chemicals like that are absolutely no nos and go out the door. But interestingly, if we're just talking about base units, alcohol can create almost a 250 unit increase over baseline. That's a lot. That's almost, that's two and a half times the amount of an orgasm. So I'm not saying you can't do these things, but I would really recommend reducing exposure to drugs, exposure to alcohol. Um, and then some of the things that we already kind of know are like, like doom scrolling. Um, we would probably want to have a conversation about porn, um, uh, consumption. We would talk about online shopping, uh, things of that nature. So these things that really like peak our, peak our 
our dopamine levels. And then also we'd curate how much exposure you have to like all this like nonsense, like how many pings and just alerts you get on a daily basis. I was like, yeah, because I'm one of these people, um, I won't have any notifications on my phone. So I take them off because they irritate me. If Mm -hmm. I look at my phone and I see like a little red circle with any number in it, like I have to click it because I can't sit there. So I literally, I don't even allow them there. Like they're just not, not allowed. <laughs> like I turn them all off. Is that the kind of yeah, thing? Is that what you do? You recommend that? For sure. I would recommend that, but I would even go further. Right. So like, I mean, you're an entrepreneur, so like you probably check like some analytics, like how many views have you gotten on your latest reel? Like how many people have commented? Like how quickly did they comment? you know, there's a lot of other things that we like kind of sneak in, you know, that it creates dopamine when it feels compulsory. When you feel like you don't have an option, like what you just said was like, I have to click the red alert. Well, similarly, like sometimes I get a little obsessed with like, how quickly can I get to a thousand watches with that? Whatever the number is like, I, this is part of the, I can't tell you what's compulsory in your life, but we would figure it out in, in a conversation. Oh my God, that is so interesting. So I just want to give a bit of context of like what's coming up for me here because in case people are like having these thoughts and I'm thinking about, I recently in, I think it's beginning of January, I started a whole new Instagram account, right? So from scratch, but I've been toying with the idea for probably the best part of six months and I couldn't release because I had this, I can't even explain it, this this weird attachment to the numbers there and it was like I would go in every single day and fixate on the numbers to a point where it would it would either dysregulate me if it was lower than I wanted or it would give me a high if it had gone up it's like how crazy is that it's just numbers on a screen yeah it's definitely just numbers on a screen um but when you said like how crazy and how weird, I wouldn't classify it like that at all. This is our brain. It's very, 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 very adaptive. It will go seek out pleasure and avoidance of pain whenever possible. So actually like this number tracking is usually a form of, um, of pain reduction. And it's a little bit confusing, but if you think about uncertainty creating pain, then every time you look at something, even if it's not the number that you want, you know, and like humans love certainty and and we live in a very uncertain world. And so that's super adaptive. It just gets a little wacky when we're doing it 16 hours a day. Yeah. (laughs) You know, literally, like literally it was, it was very hot. Like looking back, like now I've released it and it's kind of like, what was the big deal? But when you're in it, oh my God, it's yeah, it was, it was, hard and this sounds ridiculous like I'm saying these words and I'm like this sounds ridiculous like it's a it's a, a social media account but it doesn't sound ridiculous to me at all this and I think people could if they swapped out the social media for I mean gosh it could be it could be anything it could be a glass, their of, nightly wine glass of wine everything. yeah it could be yeah. it could be so many different things um oh gosh I'm totally losing my train of thought but you said something that I wanted to talk about oh how quickly so how long ago did you start your new Instagram account out of curiosity Um, about about a month ago okay so that's beautiful like this is perfectly aligning to the data so usually the first two weeks are ouchy when you're when you're stepping away from something that has historically given you a lot of 
I'm going to call it chemicals instead of pleasure because I think that's more accurate. But usually by 30 days, if you're really consistent with it, you're going to start to feel some of these major benefits. And this is why like all over my website, you'll see, this is not a quick fix. This is not a silver bullet. Like I'm so against snake oil because real life doesn't work like that. And this is definitely not one of those things where you get to do it once and it's forever reset, but you will absolutely start to see benefits. I would consider it a short amount of time. A month is a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. If you consider that, like, you know, everyone listening, like I, I struggled with this and like, like Brooke said, you can put whatever your thing is into this, right. Whether it's that glass of wine, whether it's maybe smoking or, you know, anything like that, anything that you're using as a, I suppose, a validation or a safety net or, you know, whatever crutch that you use it for. Mm -hmm. It's like insert that and then think about how hard it is. And it's like, I had one foot in both for a while and I was like I would spend a little bit of time in the new one and then I would go back and it's it's just that, like now I'm thinking about it I'm like yeah it's the same thing as all of this stuff it's like okay I'll stop for like a couple of days and then I'll go back and it's that that full-on like break isn't it and then when you kind of come to that decision like now now is like done and you've actually like I think made that final decision there's no going back you know it's done in your mind and then it's then it's building up I guess that new that new what would you call it that new baseline yeah I mean I think it so it's it's very behavioral or behaviorally related and so like your specific one about social media or checking your your you know business numbers um would just be one of them so it doesn't so if you stop that but you're still whatever doing bumps of coke in the bathroom every weekend like this doesn't doesn't work the same (laughs) just to be really clear. Um, but it would be by behavior. And so that's an important piece of the puzzle, but it also works as a system, right? So if you're being really clean in one area, but really, I don't want to say naughty because I don't want to add like good or bad, but, but if you're still really indulging in some of these behaviors, it doesn't quite work, but you're really like, I mean, and I'm not really sure when everyone became a, um, neuroscientist, but everyone's heard the words rewiring your brain, but truly it is just reducing the, the myelin sheath that's around these neurons that speeds up the production of communication. So we're just, we're truly rewiring the brain by that. It's kind of been bastardized in in pop culture lately. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're, you could think of it like as a super highway that over time, like nature comes back in, there's cracks in the pavement, the animals start to use it again. And then you would kind of like track on a new game path um, on a different pathway, but it, it takes time. Yeah, but it does happen. It's very possible. Like our brains are very um, adaptable and yes. we learn all the time. That's all learning is, is, is rewiring your brain. And it's not like a special thing that our brain does when you do something. It, it happens all the time. <laughs> so that's good. Oh my God. I love this so much. This is so, so interesting. So Brooke, I mean, obviously we could talk forever about this because I think there are so many different routes that you could go down but where can people find you if they're now listening to this and they're like oh my days like I want me some of this like I want to live a more fulfilled like happier like less anxious life without having to rely on these crutches or you know whatever you want to call them in my life to make me feel good like I just want to feel good (laughs) you know kind of more of the time rather than just in those times where can they find you 
Yes. So they can come to my website, which is brooklevitt.com, B-R-O-O-K-E-L-E-A, V as in Victor, I-T-T.com. And that'll take you there. I'm also on, on Instagram. Um, I've historically not been a social media gal. I haven't had it in like over 10 years before starting this business. So I don't check it obsessively, but you can absolutely, <laughs> you can absolutely um, find me there. And in fact, the longer it takes me to respond to you, the better, you know, I'm doing on my own path. And I, I, I live this lifestyle every single day. Um, but I'm very, I'm very accessible. So that's where I would go. And, um, I would recommend two options, um, within my kind of world. And then there's a ton of information out there. It's just, I don't know how many people want to read neuroscience books and are interested in, you know, doing the, the nitty gritty research on it, but there's lots of information by like very, um, prestigious institutions. Like this isn't something I've like made up. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Um, so I'm leaning on the shoulders of, of many others that have done the research. Um, but yeah, so for people that are like super serious, that are really interested in long lasting results, and that's really the critical piece here. Like, I don't, I don't like to do things that are yo-yo, right? Like I know I can lose 15 pounds in you know, two months if I had to, but like, yeah. I know I'm going to gain it back. So yeah. I'm not into that anymore. Maybe y'all are, but that's, that's up to you. I'm too old for that shit now. And so I'm over that. Um, so if you want these long lasting results, um, and you're really radically responsible for yourself, um, I would recommend my pleasure versus pain program. It's 10 weeks. It's interactive. We have a live coaching call every week. It's $900 us, um, or two payments of 475. And that's where we're going to really get into the nitty gritty. If you want to dip your toe, and this is very fun for people. I have a game that runs every month. Um, $27 US. Um, it's really easy to get started. I call it a dopamine detox, knowing that like, it's not going to like get you to the finish line, but I, I sure shit can assure you that you're going to be like, holy crap. I had no idea what I was getting myself into with this environment when you actually start tracking it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And uh, do you know what I love about all of this? Because I found myself immersed into like the biohacking world last year. Mm. And it, I think it is similar in that it's one of those rabbit holes that you just like, you start to hear about, you get intrigued. And then like, before you know it, you're like, God knows where but you're like, I freaking love it here. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun place to play. And like, I think, you know, for me, my little curiosity bubbles go off left and right in this space. Um, and if you're applying in it, um, biohacking might not be what gets you excited, but maybe it's, I don't know, learning about Tarot or how to become an expert marksman. I don't know what gets you going, but that's the whole point is that you'll find out. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. So everyone listening, we will put all of those links in the show notes below. So don't panic if you're driving or anything. You can just go check it out below. Be sure to follow Brooke on Instagram. Check out those those um, offers as well. $27. Like it's a no brainer, isn't it? Just go and try mm -hmm. it. Dip your toe and see the difference for yourself. Because I think we can talk about things to the end of the earth, but experience it yourself and then make your own decision, right? I love this so much. Thank you so, so much, Brooke. This has been really amazing for me as well. I'm just like, I love this so much. So thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing all of your goodness. And until next time, we will see you all soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you.